0: A 2 bedroom apartment on the west side of Los Angeles, sits. High on Film! Tonight, we've got Franny T.M. and Spider-Man 2. I'm serious. T.S. Eliot is more complicated than advanced science on this week's wall-crawling episode. Well, hello again, and welcome to another exciting episode of High on Film, sobering talk about movies. We're swinging back into action with episode 219 today. Watching Sam Raimi's Spider-Man 2 from 2004, written by Alvin Sargent for the screenplay, Alfred Go, Miles Millar, and Pittsburgh Zone. Well, not Pittsburgh Zone. I think he's from DC, but spent a lot of time in Pittsburgh. Michael Chabon for the Shabon uh, for the screen story, of course, based off the comic book by Stan Lee, illustrated by Steve Ditko. I'm Chris Maxwell. I'm your host. Welcome to Los Angeles' only irrelevant podcast. The uh, independent podcast covering big Hollywood blockbusters. And today, we got an Oscar-winning superhero film on our hands. Spider-Man 2. The best of the Spider-Man trilogy, from what I remember. I I have only seen three once, and I'm anxiously awaiting watching that next week. Anyway, let's get to my co-host. I believe he's seen Spider-Man 2 uh, five, six times, I think we said, before the show. Before the show. Before the movie. <laughs> the co-host from the couch, the podcaster of disaster, and the Brad Davis that God gave us, my co-host and friend and one of Earth's mightiest heroes, Brad Davis. Hello. Hey, Brad. Hey, Chris. How's it going? Going well? Excellent. Going well. Spider-Man 2. Great movie. Sam Raimi. It's fucking great. He still cares about movies here. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's so nice. It was so long ago. I know. Uh, now this movie just floored me when I saw it in theaters at, M- at a midnight Pittsburgh. showing in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, where Michael Chabon frequently writes about.
1: <laughs> but he's not from there. <laughs> no, I, I, no, I don't think so. Yeah, not him. Not
0: from there, but that's okay. I wasn't born in Pittsburgh, but I, 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 you could say Pittsburgh zone. I would totally allow that. That's true. Yeah. Would Pittsburghers allow that? I don't know. That's up to them, yeah, I guess. That's true. Yeah. I think they they happily. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome Michael Chavone into their, their arms, though. Okay. He's a good one.
1: He's a... That's a good one. He's wrote a lot about Pittsburgh. So. Yeah,
0: and and has won awards, so, you know. We'll allow Let's it. Let's cut him some slack. Hey,
1: I'm cutting.
0: Troy Palomalu, not from Pittsburgh. Very much Pittsburgh's own Troy Palomalu. Good point. <laughs> All right, Brad. Spider-Man 2, based off the comic book Spider-Man No More, where he gives up being Spider-Man. How about that?
1: How about that?
0: Uh, the best of the trilogy? Easily. Easily. You like it better than one? Yes. It One's really good. Actually, it holds up much
1: better than I even thought it was going to, but two is terrific. And I have also only seen Spider-Man 3 once, but I can say with 100% confidence, this is a better movie.
0: Mm. Yeah. This is a fantastic movie, and one of the rare sequels, I think, that uh, does better than its original. Probably true. Yeah. Let's get to our guest today. I am so excited to have her on for her very first appearance here on High on Film.
2: Oh, thanks.
0: <laughs> she is an actress uh, and a comic book enthusiast, so I figured, hey, Spider Man, too? Why not? <laughs> Freddie Tiedem T- T- is here.
2: Yes. Hi, yeah. Hello. thank Brandy. you so much for the intro.
0: My pleasure, my pleasure. Thanks for coming on the show today.
2: Yeah, of course, this is actually my first podcast, so I'm, I'm very excited but also very nervous, so please be nice. Oh,
0: please. <laughs> We're
2: always assholes. So. We are
0: terrible people. You should have made this your first podcast.
2: <laughs> Hear a door slam. <laughs> <laughs> Huge mistake. Uh,
0: who is your favorite superhero? I don't think we've ever talked about that.
2: My favorite superhero doesn't have a movie yet. Um, That's quite all right. It's Rain from uh, the X-Men. She's that, uh, that Scottish, sassy lass, would you call her? <laughs> oh, yeah. But uh, she's she's got those those werewolf powers, so she, she gets really angry, and she turns into a wolf lady, and she curses a lot, and she says what's on her mind, and I I'm obsessed with her.
0: Yeah. So. Uh, she might come through in New Mutants, right? Or...
2: Maybe, yeah, no, if there if there Throwing was a there. place for her, it would be there, but I I think we maybe got a glimpse of her during the last um fight scene in um last stand,
0: oh uh, yeah, yeah,
2: but other than that
0: <laughs> x <X3>, three boy. <laughs>
2: Filled off a lot of good ones, and <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. laughs>
0: I think we kind of gloss over that in the X Men timeline right now. Anyway, they just kind of like well, they what? fixed it.
2: They just sort of went back and rolled over it. Right, with better, better storyline.
0: <laughs> Thank God for Days of Future Past, huh? <laughs> uh, well, what are your thoughts and feelings towards Spider Man?
2: So, I actually um, I read X Men comics, um, and I dabbled in a little Daredevil and, and whatever, but I, I don't read Spider Man, mm. but Spider-Man 2 is my favorite superhero movie, along with X-Men 2. That was just a really great time for sequels. Yeah. I, I don't know. Spider-Man 2 changed my life. Like, that got me into the comic book world. So, okay. I have very strong feelings <laughs> about this <laughs> <Yeah>. movie. <laughs> made a good decision.
0: <laughs> well, anyway, let's get some into some Trash Star Destroy. It's the first segment of our show. We give you three movies of a similar ilk. One movie you have to trash, which means it's eliminated from existence. One movie you get to star in in whatever role you'd like to take for yourself. And of course, the third movie then must be destroyed, which means that the only version of that film that has ever existed has been both written and directed by Mr. Michael Bay of Transformers Dark of the Moon fame. Which reminds me, we should have a spoiler-free review of Transformers The Last Night out now. For so better or worse. check that out. <laughs> I believe that was our date with destiny. You you called it last week, Brad. I did.
1: Quick plug. Yeah. <laughs>
0: I'm excited to see what I thought of it because <laughs> we haven't seen it yet. Yeah.
1: Oh, but, spoiler alert! Oh, yeah. pay no attention to the man behind the curtain. Yeah, really
0: breaking the mat the podcast magic here. Anyway, trash star destroy. Let's do three superhero sequels that were better than the original. All right, we'll do. Christopher Nolan's The Dark Knight. We'll do X2, X-Men United.
2: Nice.
0: And we'll do Captain America, The Winter Soldier. Go. Trash, Star, Destroy. X2, Batman 2, Captain America 2.
1: Boy, good category. Um,
0: I have to
1: star in The Dark Knight. That's actually... Mm. uh, Boy, I could probably make the argument that Dark Knight and Spider-Man 2 are my two favorite comic book movies.
0: Wow. Mm. We're I mean, the Avengers? Yeah, probably. R- original Iron Man? Yes. Okay. <laughs> I mean, it's just I dark, sir, it's dark, dark... No, 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 no. I'm no, I'm no, just, no I just... I don't want to challenge, because... <laughs> believe me,
1: I kind of just said this <laughs> yeah, yeah. somewhat haphazardly. I didn't really dig into it, so I could be proven wrong, but definitely... My first time after seeing both Dark Knight and Spider-Man 2, I've probably never had a bigger reaction to a superhero movie. Mm. A more positive reaction.
0: Oh yeah, for sure. Um, So,
1: that being said, I will star in the Dark Knight. I guess I'll take the Batman role. I mean, Bale's good, don't get me wrong, but I I mean, it's all about Ledger in that movie. And to be able to act across from him as the Joker would be... Incredible, yeah, that's one of the best performances like ever.
0: Yeah, that would be pretty awesome.
1: Uh, so I can't miss an opportunity like that. So, uh, yeah, I'll play you know Bruce Wayne slash Batman. Sorry, Christian Bale. Um, it'll be really weird when you're in the first one and the third one, and I'm in the second one.
0: Hey, you might get to be in the third one too, um, unless you think uh, you're uh, gonna switch back after you uh, to the role of Batman. No, no, no we um, should go. Sorry, I'll Mr. Turn Bale, it down
1: three. <laughs> I'm turning down three.
0: Uh, I would have to go other things. Heinz Field the Steelers.
1: Yeah, that'd be fun. Yeah. If I'm playing Batman, I can do that anyway.
0: All right, fair enough.
1: Um, and I'm sorry, X2 and... Captain America Winter Soldier. Oh, right.
0: Ooh.
1: Um, it's been a long time since I saw X2. X-Men United. Yeah, I mean, Winter Soldier's awesome, but... I mean, do I give that to Bay? Then it's just not as good. Or am I better off trashing it? Um,
2: I feel like these are actually really high stakes. I it, it, it is. <laughs> Believe me. We take it
1: too seriously. I It matters too much to me. Uh, I guess I'm going to trash X2. Wow. I guess I'll give Bay Winter Soldier.
0: Wow.
2: Okay. I don't think you can see it, but a single tear just rolled down. The <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's tough.
0: Me too. Captain America Winter Soldier is my single favorite MCU movie. So I guess Spider-Man not included until very soon. What are you doing with this, Franny? Trash Star destroy. Uh... X2, Dark Knight, Winter Soldier.
2: This, I thought I had... My mind made up until, I don't know why I just sort of glossed over this, but Heath Ledger's performance, I can't just toss that. That's mm. tough. That's, like, yeah. deeply influenced our culture. And in removing it, I feel like, would be cataclysmic. So I have to keep that, somehow. Um,
0: oh my God. So many kids wouldn't have Halloween costumes for 2007. <laughs> Jesus.
2: <or eight.
0: laughs> okay,
2: wait, wait, wait. Go, <laughs> Go over the three. It's true Trash. trash,
0: which is elimination, gone.
2: Act in, and then Michael
0: Starve, Frickin' Bay. And then Michael Frickin' Bay. Michael Frickin'
2: Bay. I'm, it's, that's kind of like the same as trashing it, right? Sometimes, well, <laughs>
1: sometimes trashing it can actually be more uh, a better... A better death, a, better a more fame. honorable death. Yeah, <laughs> a better fate.
0: But sometimes right. Michael Bay can work to an advantage, where you're just like, this is a bad movie, and this could be better, although these are
2: all... Here's the Big thing. Movies. These movies at this point have, like, so much oversight in terms of, you know, different producers and studios sort of looking over. So I have faith that Heath Ledger's performance would shine through in a Michael Bay film, so... Yeah. I would agree
1: with that. He I'm, couldn't change that. Yeah. Michael so Bay couldn't lose that.
2: We're going to have to hand over The, the Dark Knight to, to, to Michael Bay.
0: To Michael Bay. Mm. And
2: then, <clears throat> I'm not... You, you you could honestly hold me up at gunpoint. I'm not getting rid of X-Men 2. It's just, that's my childhood right there. So you're starring in X-Men 2? <laughs> so I'm starring in X-Men 2. And I would probably have to play Rogue, because she was my favorite when I was younger. I oh, nice sort of favorite. Same tortured choice. demeanor and yeah. that kind of not being able to touch anybody, I don't know, but... I think as as an emotional teenager, that yeah. really You with really me. wanted to <laughs> have a
0: reason for your emotional problems. I
2: don't like people, but that's because I might kill you. Like, yeah, yeah. I <laughs> um, but yeah, and then I'm I'm gonna have to get rid of Civil War.
0: Trashing have, or, not S- Civil War, Winter Soldier. Oh we yeah, still get or, Civil or War.
2: Winter Soldier. Um, I'm like, I almost feel worse. about Yeah. You know what? Here's we had Civil War to make up for it, or. Can you have a Civil War after Winter Soldier? Can we do that? What's well, have sure. Unravel yeah, yeah. Like
0: <laughs> you know they might have to rewrite certain elements of Civil War, but I've I think we can still just have it. You destroyed know? the MCU just by yeah.
2: <laughs> so getting rid of that. Um, yeah, I, I'm, I'm gonna get rid of that.
0: That's all right because I think I'm going to star in Captain America: Winter Soldier. Oh, okay. I think I'm going to be uh, take the role of Sebastian Stan and be the Winter Soldier. Oh, yeah, I'm Bucky Barnes, man. it be great. Yeah, that's you have fun the of... hair
2: for it. Please. Thank
0: you. Yeah, yeah. And I get to be in Infinity Wars, so, <laughs> and possibly in Black Panther because.
2: So you were thinking like career Black wise? He's like, <laughs> yeah, he's like, a hey, dog hey, dog. hey, oh yeah,
0: he big picture, franny,
1: big picture. He's setting himself up here.
0: Um, then I get to this problem here of what to do. Uh, I guess, I guess the logical response is kind of what you guys have come to is trash X two. And then unfortunately we only have one good X Men movie before they all turn to crap until (laughs) the last Wolverine movies. Oh yeah. And then give Michael Bay the Dark Knight right in the middle of Christopher Nolan's trilogy. And yeah, again, hope that Bale and Morgan Freeman and Heath Ledger and Aaron Eckhart Aaron Eckhart can can all yeah. Yeah, exactly. Can all shine through. Make it work. (laughs) Yeah, exactly.
2: So I think that's what I got to
0: do. All right, guys. Let's do one more category of Trash, Star, Destroy. Let's do three movies that pay tribute to Sam Raimi's other sequel, Evil Dead 2. So Spider-Man famously has a scene where uh, Dr. Octopus's arms come alive, and there's a gentleman with a chainsaw who tries to saw him off. Obviously referencing Bruce Campbell, who also makes a cameo in all the Spider-Man movies. Spider Man movies. <laughs> and um, yeah, uh, he's Ash and he lops off his hand, replaces it with a chainsaw in Evil Dead 2. So, Spider Man 2, the movie we just watched, will be one of these. The Cabin in the Woods, the Joss Whedon written uh, horror film, comedy horror. And uh, let's do the Evil Dead remake as well, which, although it'll be a remake of the first Evil Dead, there's also a chainsaw in it, which is not till Evil Dead 2. So there it is. Evil Dead remake, Cabin in the Woods, Spider-Man 2, Trash, Star, Destroy.
1: Well, I'm starring in Spider-Man (laughs) 2. I mean, that's a no-brainer. And I guess I'll be Spider. I'm just going to give myself uh, the biggest superhero. But Batman and now
0: you're Spider-Man 2. Hey, listen. You're a regular Chris (laughs) Evans.
1: That's right. Oh, yeah. Human Human Torch Torch and uh, and
0: Captain America. America.
1: Yeah, I'm a regular Chris Evans. So, yeah, I have to start in Spider Man 2. Uh, that's too good to pass up. Or Michael
0: Keaton, Batman, and now the Vulture in Spider Man Homecoming. And Birdman. And yeah, Harvey <laughs> Birdman. <laughs> Harvey Birdman. <laughs> <laughs> um, so then
1: that leaves. Okay, so I'm starting in Spider Man 2. So that leaves Evil Dead and. Kevin like, in the
0: Woods. Oh, Kevin in the Woods. Starring Chris Hemsworth, four.
1: It's all coming together.
0: Mm hmm. Like I purposely orchestrated this.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Are we on a podcast? (laughs) Uh, I guess I'm gonna trash the Evil Dead remake. Yeah, it's not good. Uh, And while Cabin in the Woods going to Michael Bay isn't isn't great, I feel like he doesn't. Maybe he doesn't screw that movie up too much. Mm -hmm. Like you could still maybe get something worthwhile out of it. Even if he's writing and directing it, maybe. Okay. I'll pretend (laughs) it's fine. All
0: right. Pretend it's fine. I'll pretend it's gonna be fine.
2: (laughs) But that's what I'm doing.
0: All right, Franny. What are your choices here?
2: (sighs) All right. Um, I haven't seen the Evil Dead remake.
0: Oh, Fede Alvarez version. so
2: I really have no problem just tossing that away.
0: Mm. Good (laughs) instincts. The very beginning and the very end are very good. The middle hour and a half is a little much.
2: All right, well, it sounds like I can last another year without it, and that the rest (laughs) of the world can too, so I think (laughs) (laughs) I have no problem just getting rid of that. And I think I'm also gonna have to agree with Brad here and hand over uh, Cabin in the Woods to Michael Bay because that's I mean does he get to touch the script? Yeah he does he's writer
1: and director now
0: but you get you know you can assume a lot of the same cast unless there's a part for Megan Fox or Mark, Mark Wahlberg. Wahlberg.
2: You know what? Here's the thing. I've already in <laughs> the deck of it. It's fine. So <laughs> <Yeah, sure>. you've <laughs> dealt with it. Over. I've seen it. I've already played it in my head, and it's disappointing. But whatever. Mm-hmm. I'll oh, I'll I'll move on. Um, Spider-Man Two. It's a gem. I yeah. Can't, yeah. Who are you gonna be? So, uh, I'm gonna be Aunt May. Aunt May. Yes. All right. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> a good scene in this movie. Yeah, absolutely love her development in the second movie. I I think mainly because it 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 wasn't necessary, and they did it anyway to give us a full story. And mm-hmm. I really appreciate that. And also, you know, yeah, she's an amazing actor. So yeah, and she gives Peter the advice
0: that he gives to Doc Ock to convince him to drown the sun battery. <laughs> <laughs>
2: i Yeah, in a way, I'm i also a superhero in this, so yeah. Absolutely. I my childhood dream.
0: If anything, Spider Man's about how regular people could be superheroes. Exactly. Yeah.
2: yeah. As long Radio as they Brand
1: get Bulls. bit by a spider.
0: As long as they <laughs> get bit by a radioactive
1: Radioactive spider, radioactive spider yeah.
0: yeah. Not just any old Spider Man. <laughs> Not just any
2: old
1: spider. it got to be radioactive. Of
0: radioactive. You <laughs> <laughs> don't have any licensing for that song. <laughs> hey, what song? Yeah. I just said a what word. Well, yeah, I, I you guys are right. I mean, I was, I think I've made it clear I'm not a big fan of the Evil Dead remake. Outside the very beginning and very, first ten minutes, last seven minutes, probably. <laughs> I'm going to ballpark that. So that's going to go in the trash. Yeah, that'll go in the trash.
2: Wait, so if they made that into like a mini-series, you would like half an episode?
0: Yeah, probably. <laughs> okay. Well, they're, they're hour. Not yeah. yeah.
2: Well, yeah.
1: half an episode if it's a half hour show. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Only a quarter of an episode if it's an hour long series. <laughs>
0: yeah. But then they don't even have two hour, two episodes if it's an hour long series. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But no, the really good ideas in the very beginning and end. But then the middle gets into a little bit like torture porn, which I'm not really into. You lose a little of the weirdness that you get from the original Evil Dead. Okay. You know. Meh. Nah takes itself a little too seriously, I feel like. I don't know. But I am going to star in Spider-Man 2 as Spider-Man. That was always my dream. I always wanted to be Spider-Man. I love Spider-Man so much. Of course I'm going to be Spider-Man in the best Spider-Man movie there is. So there it is. And then Michael Bay's Cabin in the Woods. Honestly, when all the monsters are unleashed, it's probably going to be pretty cool. Maybe we don't know exactly what's going on.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. We'll have no idea how we got oriented, there. Camera
0: orientation <laughs> isn't line. always the best. Yeah. Strange it'll just
1: close just spinning in circles. No. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah. But, hey, what are you going to do? I bet you uh, Richard Jenkins and Bradley Whitford are still funny.
2: <laughs> sure. There you go. Sure.
1: <laughs> they always are. I love those guys.
2: Exactly. Yeah, can you imagine how awful you would have to be to ruin Richard Jenkins for the public?
1: Yeah. If you replace him with Mark Wahlberg. <laughs> Instead of Richard Jenkins... <laughs> And Bradley Whitford, yeah, yeah. it's Mark Wahlberg and Megan Fox.
0: Yeah. As the scientists? Yes. <laughs> yeah. I think Megan Fox would be one of the, the surviving girls. No,
1: it's funny if she's a scientist. What's yeah. even, yeah, because what's, what's even would... better is if Mark Wahlberg's a scientist. Well, that
0: is definitely in the Michael Bay b- version, because Mark Wa- Wahlberg is a scientist in Age of Extinction. Or is it an inventor? Yeah, an inventor, sure. Yeah.
2: I feel like both of their like coats, like Mark Wahlberg would have a coat with like holes in the elbows, and like, yeah. Megan Fox's would be this skimpy little get-up.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Yo, especially like, if Michael Bay's oh. directing it.
0: Big nerd glasses. <laughs> to hide that she's really stripper hot. All right, guys, we're going to take a break. Come right back with more Spider-Man 2 right after this. And we're back high on film, right in the middle of the Spider-Man trilogy from Sam Raimi, 2004's Spider-Man 2, with Franny Tiedem here, making her debut appearance (laughs) on High On Film. Alright guys, if you haven't seen Spider-Man 2, well we're about to just dig into it. So spoilers, although, I mean, come on, it is a... (laughs) What year is <laughs> 13 year old movie at this point.
1: Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Quick math there.
0: Thanks. <laughs> I, I, this may come a surprise. I love math. You love,
1: Chris loves math. Yeah. <laughs> I love that we're bringing that back.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's an old high on film joke. Mm-hmm. Just kidding, I hate it. It's a great <laughs> joke. It's one of my favorites. Well, speaking of math, let's get to the summary game. It's the first official game of the podcast where we're each going to take a turn at summarizing Spider-Man 2 in a thousandth of the time that it actually takes to watch. The runtime of Spider-Man 2 is just over two hours. Two hours and seven minutes long, to be exact. 127 minutes. Move the decimal point. You get 12.7 seconds to get out the best summary of Spider-Man 2 that you can muster.
2: How seriously are we taking this?
0: <laughs> as seriously as you want to. Uh, but of course, you've been supplied with patented high-on-film scorecards. So we will each be judging one another's performance oh. on a scale of zero to two points. Please feel free to use decimals to refine your score, as I'm sure you will need to, um, given the uh, severity of these summaries.
2: So I need to be giving answers at an Olympic level, is what you're telling me.
0: Answers at an Olympic level.
2: Yeah. Well. <laughs> yeah. Sure. Great question.
0: I love it. I mean, you want to give your best answer. It
2: was a six point nine. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Well, but don't exceed
0: two. Somewhere between zero and two. the The games are increasingly weighted. You see, the next game will be more points. The final game, of course, all right, the most heavily weighted, worth the most points here. So we've we, we've got a we've got a ways to go. Brad, Chris. You know we had the patented coin cost coin toss, coin flip of a three-sided coin during the break. To I know determine we determine who's going to go first, second, third in the games portion of portion of today's show. Inexplicably, for the two hundred and fifteenth time ish. Around there. You won. Yay. Your prerogative, you going first, second, or third today.
1: I'm gonna let you go first, Chris.
0: Oh. Good. I've seen this movie enough. I should yeah. be able to do all yeah, right. I was gonna
1: say you shouldn't be it shouldn't be too uh, too damning of a of a
0: Obstacle Of a sentence, yeah, yeah. Yeah,
1: I can't talk either. <laughs> Jesus. Okay, uh, what is it? 12 po- 127
0: hours. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, starring James Franco. <laughs> yeah, it all comes full circle.
1: Yeah, uh, yeah, no, 127
0: hours. Yes. 12.7
1: seconds. 12.7 seconds on the clock for you to summarize <laughs> Spider-Man 2. Are you ready, Chris? Uh, I'm ready. All right. In three, two, one.
0: Spider-Man is back uh, solving crimes around the neighborhood and delivering uh, <laughs> pizzas. And then he finds out that Doc Ock is, uh, develops a sun battery, which he can't control, and he fuses arms to his thing. And then he breaks up with Mary Jane, but then he loves her, and then he stops Doc Ock and saves the world.
2: <laughs> solving He fuses arms to his what, Chris? <laughs> all
0: right,
2: yeah. All right, he's
0: not really solving crime. He's definitely not he's solving stopping, crime. He's stopping crime. He's not in Detective
2: best- Peter Parker. Yes, on the Going case. On <laughs> all right,
0: all right. Uh, That's not so wrong. <laughs> it's not so
1: wrong. I will give you, a, like, an extra... Tenth of a point just for making me laugh. And his Ooh. arms
0: are fused to his thing. Thank Is what I said.
1: That is what you like, said.
0: Couldn't get out the word spine. And that tenth of
1: a point is taken back <laughs> away.
0: Oh, that was okay.
1: very entertaining.
0: Thank you.
2: Mm.
0: All right, Franny. Oh, what? <laughs> yeah. You
2: saw. You saw me here, like thinking intensely.
0: Yeah. Well, it's your turn.
2: Oh. No, Solving are... crimes all over there the are website.
0: turns. Oh, okay. You're going to get 12.7 seconds.
2: This is going to be bad. To try your best.
0: <laughs> That's summarizing Good. Spider-Man 2. For all okay, those okay. people who have unfortunately never seen this movie.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: In three, yes. two, one.
2: Boy Spider fights Man Octopus while trying to win over red-headed love interest. City hates him. I don't know. I don't (laughs) know.
0: No, that was good. That was was actually really (laughs) that was very calculated.
2: Staring at the cover there, like who is in this movie? What is happening? (laughs) If you haven't seen it, shame. Shame for making me do that. Go out and watch it.
0: (laughs) And they really do downplay the appearance of Doctor Octopus on the cover. It's only in the reflection (laughs) of Spider Man's one eye is Doctor Octopus.
2: Oh, I didn't even notice that. But Mary Jane deserves more. A whole
0: well probably fifth of the cover? <laughs> Alright, Pratt, it's your turn to summarize Spider-Man 2 in 12.7 seconds. Alright. You've had ample time to think things over, so.
1: And I've used that time
0: in no way.
2: Okay.
0: <laughs> well, here you go for your prepared summary in 3, 2, 1. Spider-Man Still Fighting Crime, Doc Ock,
1: uh, ends up fusing things to his back. So now he has four arms and he's trying to s- build his machine again and he robs banks and he hurts people and Spider-Man has to stop him and Mary Jane loves him and she finds out who he really is. And
2: Time. Oh, Ooh, important. No preparation my ass. That was amazing. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty good.
0: <laughs> that was oh. pretty good, Brad. Uh, I think we confused the listeners though because I said he fuses arms to his thing. You yeah. said he fuses things Thanks to his arm. To <laughs> him. Yeah. Yeah. To Hard his f- spine. To his spine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very good though. Thank you. Yeah. Mary Jane finding out who he is at the end is pretty internal.
1: It's a big plot point. It's big
0: you. plot point. <laughs> All right guys, let's keep the podcast rolling right along. It's time for the second game. It's called First Impressions. This game, we're just going to give the person sitting to our right a line from Spider-Man 2. We'd like to hear them impersonate to the best of their ability. This time, for zero to three points. Uh, so, as I said, as I foreshadowed, a little heavier weighted of a game. Higher stakes, if you will, in the second incarnation. Uh, I went first that time. So, Franny, you're going to get to go first this time and give Brad any line you'd like to give him from Spider Man 2. Oh,
1: lost New York. Show
0: off his... Spider Man 2 lost the New York. Oh, how has that not been a joke? I don't before? know. That's great.
2: Can't get lost in New York. It's on a grid.
0: Yes. <laughs> uh, that's true. <laughs> uh,
2: but Kevin McAllister found a way. Mm-hmm. But conversation for another time. Anyway, <laughs> uh, <yes. laughs> so the uh, the line that I chose is actually uh, James Franco's line right after uh, Doc Ock's demonstration. Um, it's a ridiculous line, and it I is. love it. <laughs> yeah, it is. And the camera
1: work's pretty ridiculous too. You just find him in the crowd. I know which line you're talking about. <laughs> Here it is. I'm ruined. I have nothing left except Spider-Man. You saved your lives
0: here. He humiliated me by touching me. All right, Brad. James Franco. Let's see how you do. (laughs) As Harry Osborn. I'm ruined. I have nothing
1: left except Spider-Man. You hum- humiliated me by touching me.
0: He yeah, you saved your life, sir. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> I mean,
2: Pick up your cues, Chris. <laughs> Sorry.
0: I was in transfer before. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Uh, better than I thought. The ruin was really good. I like the, yeah. the, ru- the hate there.
1: It, I lost it a little more towards the end. Good I, I, I uh, <laughs> did better than I expected, so I'll take it.
0: Do you have a line to give me, Brad, that you'd like to hear me recite?
1: Yes. I'm going to give you an Alfred Molina line. Doc Ock himself.
0: Dr. Otto Octavius. That
1: is correct. Uh, it is actually right as we start the demonstration, right before there's a room full of people there to see his big demonstration. And of course, he has to start out by making a corny, corny joke that's not funny. Hello, it Ladies and gentlemen, my wife Rosie and I would like to welcome you this afternoon. But first, Before we start, has anybody lost a large roll of $20 bills in a rubber band? Because we found the rubber band.
0: (laughs) Okay, Alfred Molina. Ladies and gentlemen, my wife Rosie and I would like to welcome you this afternoon, but first, before we start, has anyone lost a large roll of $20 bills in a rubber band? Because we found the rubber band.
1: (laughs) Actually wasn't bad. <laughs> I'll tell you what, he's t- like he has such a unique voice, it's very tough to do. Uh, and you did you did a decent job. Oh, thanks. Yeah.
2: You sounded like the president making like a dad joke. But like not the our president. current president. Oh. Just oh. a previous pres a president. That's not this one. Just mm. <laughs> so generic what? movie president. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Exactly.
0: <laughs> the yeah, president. there we go.
2: Yeah.
0: Bill Pullman. Uh, Michael Douglas. Ooh. There you go. Yeah. The
1: American president.
0: <laughs> yeah. All right, Franny, I'm, are you ready for a line?
2: I don't know.
0: Am I? <laughs> uh, you, that, I think that's a question only you can answer for yourself.
2: Depends who's giving it. <laughs> well,
0: what I'm giving it to you, and it's going to be Mary Jane Watson delivering the line. All right. She She's lamenting about how Peter hasn't seen her in the importance of being earnest yet. Uh, Aunt May has seen it a bunch. Franco saw it. Um... Their new boyfriend saw it five football times. Football astronaut. Yeah, football astronaut.
2: Wait, sorry. John Jameson. <laughs> the fact that that play is what's being used for that scene just, like, literally just hit me. Just now. Yeah. <laughs> the, importance the importance of being Yeah. <laughs> like, and I'm sure they the thought they were really, roles. like, punching people in the face with it. And it took me almost 20 years to figure it yeah. out. Yeah. Anyway, continue. Uh, yeah, so...
0: After all these years, she says... She's referring to Peter, to his face in third person for some reason. After all these years, he's nothing to me but an empty seat. Because when she looked out into the crowd and saw where he was supposed to be sitting, what did she see? A empty seat. An empty seat. Ugh, great burn. Selfish.
2: Selfish. <laughs>
0: no. Mary Jane.
2: But my best
0: friend, who cares so much about me... Can't make an eight o'clock curtain. After all these years, he's nothing to me but an empty seat. Okay, Franny, your best uh, Kirsten Dunst. (laughs) Mm.
2: Alright. But my best friend, who cares so much about me, couldn't make an eight o'clock showing. After all these years, he's just an empty seat. Yeah, that was nice. Yeah, she was very sort of feminine, just this. ah. Yeah, Yeah,
1: very (laughs) breathy.
0: Yeah, I don't think uh, any of these Spider-Man movies pass the Bechtel test. To be honest with you.
1: (laughs) Probably not. Yeah,
0: I think it's any time a female's talking, they're talking about Spider-Man. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Pretty much. Let alone, well, I don't think...
2: You know what? Aunt May, my hero, she talks about Uncle Ben.
0: Yeah, but- <laughs> yeah, another man. <laughs> but does she ever talk to another woman? Because I don't think she does.
1: You She's know. in the same room with Mary Jane. Sure, <laughs> does she
0: talk to her? I don't know if she talks to I don't her. think she does. You
2: know what? I think they exchange words in the first film. I believe that's true.
0: <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. Maybe they do. And if they do, is it not about Peter? Probably. Yeah. You know, Or Flash. Everyone's always talking about Flash Thompson.
2: Don't really go into depth about her acting career. (laughs) What it's like being an elderly woman in New York.
0: (laughs) Yeah. It's it's a tough tough role. Although, yeah, what, they're out in, like, the Queens? Yeah. So they're a little outside, like, Manhattan and such. Anyway, time to put the scorecards aside. We're getting into an open forum discussion. Time to break up the open forum discussion we were just having. To introduce the open forum discussion part of the podcast... It's scene work. We're an optimistic show. Show show, it should be no surprise that we start out (laughs) with. Best scene. What is the best scene in Spider-Man 2 as if there is any other answer than one singular scene? Because there is one. I will fight anyone who says it's not. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, the subway scene. <laughs> the the, oh, the okay, trail. The, yeah, 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 the I'm train. I'm
2: glad we're all on the same page. Yes.
1: <laughs> that scene, I mean, when I came home, to, again, the first time seeing this movie, and I was, like, saying how amazing this movie was, I was talking about that scene. Not that, the whole, not that I don't think the whole movie's great, but that is the definitive scene in this movie.
0: Yeah, the fight's amazing. The physical sacrifice and the unmasking that spider-man goes through the coming of together of community to like l- when we get a literal laying on of hands before a jesus christ pose oh, yeah. as he's like st- like crowd surfing over uh i love everyone.
2: the like new york camaraderie in every single one of the scenes it, it's not a spider-man movie unless you have a scene like that absolutely like and they don't always do it right like the. Crane scene in whichever what was that? The That's one the first to scene. When the Spider-Man. people
0: are throwing junk off the bridge onto the Green Goblin. Well there's
2: another crane scene with the with the uh, lizard in um, Oh the most recent one. But that's kind of the it. Andrew but, Garfield incarnations. Uh. But it's just like New York is its own sort of character or entity or whatever in all of these Spider Man movies. You can't ignore the city. And I I love those scenes. Um yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> integral to Spider Man to yeah. have I mean, I mean, it's in his in his note. Your friendly neighborhood Spider Man. Exactly. Yeah. The people of New York are as much a entity in Spider Man's life as he is in theirs. Yeah, and yeah, no, I agree with you. It's it's very inherently Spider Man. It's beautifully done, and stopping that train. I mean, and it goes further than you think it is too. You're like, oh, he'll save it, but then he doesn't and doesn't and doesn't there's until he does. Much
2: like great tension, and like the cuts are clean. Like there's not. I mean, it's it's a superhero movie, so you have a lot of cuts. You can follow what's going on. Mm -hmm. They took the time to like show us their expressions as they're fighting on the train, which is really important to me. I'm like invested in this fight now, Um, and like I don't I don't know if you remember this, but uh, way back when they they released the footage of this fight kind of early, and of course I remember watching it on my laptop, and. It changed my life. I was so excited, and then of course I went into the theater and realized that it was the best part of the movie. Um, so I mean, this this movie has has changed the way I, I read comics. It's changed the way I look at and review films. Like because of that, you know, little incident, I don't like looking at clips anymore. You know, I just stick with the trailer before I go in and watch a movie. Articles, things like that. But I can't trust you to get, yeah. to judge what's. What's going to be really important and what's what's
0: not so... I'm with you on the clips. There's just too much in there sometimes, especially when it turns out to be the best scene.
2: Yeah.
0: Trailers I always watch, and sometimes I wish I didn't, (laughs) because sometimes it is nice just going into a movie with...
2: Fresh eyes.
0: Fresh eyes. Like, especially, I mean, it's easier to do, obviously, with indie films, where you're just like, oh, I heard this is good, although I don't know a lot about it, I'm just going to go see it. With... Spider-Man Two, or say or Homecoming, or Thor Three, or you've already
2: heard like Justice 13 different opinions. By the yeah, time exactly. You watch it. Especially nowadays.
0: <laughs> yeah. So, but we'll see. I mean, I, I saw there's so many good scenes in this film that even though I did see this and the cafe car through the plate glass oh. window oh, scene, good shot. yeah, amazing. Yeah, <laughs> so awesome. It didn't really ruin the movie for me because I was floored by this whole thing. <laughs> uh, Brad, do you have another scene you want to pick for best scene? Or Uh, we can mention some other things here.
1: Yeah. I I mean, I could certainly bring up the uh, the autopsy scene. Yeah. Of Doc Ock, like, on the table. The Evil
0: Dead 2 reference. Yes.
1: I mean, that scene is also very reminiscent of uh, Independence Day. Sure. Um, But it's just so well done. And again, kind of like in the first movie, uh, which we talked about last week, the scene at the end where they're just like kind of this brutal violence of them, of Green Goblin and Spider-Man, just like, we kind of lose the music, everything goes away and you're just kind of hearing this, uh, just kind of the sound effects and it, like you're really, it, it's kind of all about the kind of rawness of it, it was mm-hmm. kind of how I described it. And I feel like you kind of get that in this scene again. It's like all of this, all of the music goes away, it's just literally, you're hearing nothing but the sound of metal going around and people screaming. And it has a, it's just, and like beautiful silhouettes here and there, of people getting yeah. attacked. Like it's almost like a throwback scene, but it looks awesome. And it's terrifying.
2: This movie like has such great balance and I feel like that scene is one a, a terrific showcase of, of Raimi's talent um, and, and signature. But it also melts like perfectly with this kind of camp of the old animated Spider-Man, and and just like I don't know, it was it was fun and it was scary. Like I remember closing my eyes during during the opening uh, <laughs> during the opening theme song of like the animated show. But I I I loved them anyway. So it's just like he's uh, he was the perfect person to bring on to this film. And it's, it's horrible that, like, one mistake just sort of changed the course of... Yeah. But, I mean, he
0: made it very research, clear he never wanted to do yeah, better. And, and the studio like, was like, no, no, no. You have to do it. So...
2: Yeah, but I, I totally agree with you, Brad. That was... That, that's an awesome scene. That scene's it's awesome. so cool.
0: Yeah. Uh, the last thing I want to bring up, actually, is just the uh, post-bank side of the building fight when Doc Ock has Aunt May hostage. It's incredible. I mean, you are sideways and up and down that building the whole fight. And again, credit to Ramy with the camera work. You are never disoriented. Right. You always know exactly where you goes. are. And it's their long, sweeping, moving shots that are, you know, in all kinds of directions. Uh, and you always have a sense of where both Doc Ock and Spider Man and Aunt May are, and where you are as uh, in relation to the ground and the building. And it's awesome. It's so well done and a hell of a fight, too.
1: Yeah, that scene's terrific.
0: Yeah. So.
2: Yeah, I feel like that scene will definitely transcend time. If anything, they'll be teaching it, you know, in in cinema schools.
0: Oh, yeah. Well, to have that kind of camera work for something that's so CGI, too, is, I feel, always impressive to be able to, like, just create it out of nothing rather than having, you know, actual space to work with and see and play with. So... All right guys, well if there's a best scene, that means there must be a Da-da-da-da. worst scene. What's the worst scene in Spider-Man 2?
2: Um no no, no. we need a longer pause. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. give us give us a second, yeah. <laughs> Um I
1: I think probably the worst scene is the actual uh cameo- the Willem Dafoe cameo scene. With him and Harry, I actually was going to say something else initially. Up until the end of the movie, I was going to talk about kind of the Mary Jane Peter Parker relationship, and I can't be with you because then you'll be in danger. But she's constantly in danger anyway, yeah. so why does that matter? But until I saw this scene, I think this is a this scene has a lot of problems. We were kind of discussing it during the movie. Now we're we're getting it, and Franny, I think you initially said it, kind of this. Thing where it's magic versus believability in this world that right. is all supposed to be very believable. sans, you know, right? A it's, superhero. it's, like it's
2: pseudo science, but it's still science. Like yes. you've you tried to ground us in this in this environment, but yeah, no, you're you're right. Yeah,
1: it's you have like adorable, and you could all you could argue that maybe it's all going on in his head or in Harry's head. Where the door blows open, and now his dad's in the mirror somehow. Where in the first movie, when we see Willem Dafoe in the mirror, he's seeing himself, but he's seeing like the two different versions of himself, which is very interesting and uh, well done in that movie. And here now, it just feels odd that oh, I'm I'm alive inside of you, Harry. Like, ah,
0: yeah. Well, especially because awesome (laughs) (laughs) moment. In the first one, Dafoe or I should Norman Osborn. The Green Goblin persona is brought on by the like human growth hormone that he takes. Oh
2: right. It's, it's
0: and it like creates Yeah, it triggers it. Harry has not undergone that yet. He <laughs> just picks up the container of the teenage mutant ninja turtles secret of the Youth. And that's
1: after he's already seen his dad. <laughs> yeah,
0: exactly.
2: He's just under like He's just
0: drunk. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Drunk on Maker's Mark. <laughs> yeah. More yeah, like emotional duress
2: yeah. just alcohol. <laughs> yeah.
0: It's... I'm going to down a bottle of Maker's Mark and look in the mirror see if I see Willem Dafoe.
1: Oh, God, I hope that would be terrifying. <laughs>
2: yeah. Depends on which incarnation. Or the start incarnation. awesome.
0: Well, good yeah. point
1: too. Uh, but I, yeah, I do think that scene just, especially right towards the end, especially when the movie almost seems borderline perfect. Yeah, yeah. You just yeah. kind of have this seemingly lazy scene and just set up the next movie yeah of
0: course of course set up the next movie and you gotta resolve Harry too I mean he was about to kill Spider-Man before Spider-Man woke up and broke out of the barbed wire He was wrapped in
1: yeah I mean I'd almost prefer to have just kind of left it there left it hanging like right. uh, the last thing we see is Harry figuring out Peter is Spider-Man and then like you resolve
2: it in the next well we don't resolve anything <laughs> in this movie yeah. but
1: I mean ideally yes Because <laughs> boy they just Fuck that up.
0: Freddie, what's your worst scene here?
2: Um, Well, again, this is... I am I really should not have been invited on the show. I have nothing <laughs> <laughs> to say about this. Like, it is perfect in every way. Um, I had not so much um, bad scenes, but there were just sort of weird moments sure. that didn't fit in with kind of the rest of the tone. Because he... I think Rami does a really great job of... of sort of he has these um, sort of broad strokes um, with, I think, like the set design and um, like J.K. Simmons' character, like the very kind of stock, like, characters that you just sort of pull straight out of the comics, and that can be nice if you've read the comics and if you're familiar with Spider-Man's background and how he should sort of be behaving and and interacting and, and what kind of people he's dealing with, but when you're cramming all of that into a film, um sometimes it can get kind of clunky and like Yeah. He I, I don't know how to how to how to talk about this, but like I mean some of the MJ moments, these like what would be tender moments seemed a little forced. Um but it's like like the the scene where they're both talking um in their in their backyard, you know after the birthday or or yeah yeah. And that just sort of oh boy, like what are we what are we talking about for ten minutes there? Like what is going on? It's not it, they're sort of lost in this kind of forced chemistry, and and I feel like I've been sitting there for ages. It's like. It's confusing, and I don't I don't know what's going on. I guess I, I just wanted their relationship to be more... Well, it's a good
1: point, because it's a long... It seems like a long scene that accomplishes nothing. Yes. Like, we know all the backstory already. Exactly. And it's kind of this... And it's, again, kind of the problem with the relationship in this movie where, well, I love you, and I want to be with you, but I can't, because... And then I'm also learning poetry to try and oh, yeah, woo you they're, back, right. but they're at the same time the- your whole point is you can't be with her. Yeah. <laughs> like it's it, it's there's an inherent flaw there where they have to try to keep them apart for like the big reveal right. at the end that exactly. they're coming together and oh, she's leaving the uh, guy at the altar for him, but really it, it never makes sense that she's not with him.
0: Yeah. Yeah, after flash it doesn't make sense that she's not with him. <laughs> no. It really does. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm with you, and I'll tell you that that uh, backyard scene leads right into something that kind of really bothered me this time. Is that uh, so? He has this backyard scene, and the last thing she says after he rejects her again and again is, oh, "By the way, I'm seeing somebody."
2: Oh yeah. That- and then
0: yeah. in the next scene, so he's meeting Doc Ock before he's a madman. Oh right. Yeah. And he's mm-hmm. like, "So Peter, tell me, do you have a girlfriend?" <laughs> and he's like, "Well, maybe." Or no, he says. Well, I don't know, and it's clear the answer is no, Peter. You're delusional, makes him seem like an idiot. creep. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mary Jane has told you explicitly she's seeing somebody else. Lay off. You don't have a girlfriend. Well,
1: and you would have a girlfriend if you would if you would just tell her. fucking say yes. I know, I know, man. It like his motivation is all over the map as far as whether he wants to be with her or whether he yeah. doesn't, and the reasoning for it. It just.
0: But I will say, like the. Franny, to go back to your point about lifting straight from the pages of the comic book, I think Raimi does sell a lot of that stuff, but every now and again, you get those really clunky ones. Yeah. We talked last week about, um, there's a line, but an exchange between Green Goblin and Spider-Man where Green Goblin's like, um, oh, did you think about my proposal? You in or you out?
2: And Spider-Man <laughs>
0: goes, it's you who's out, Gobby. Out of your mind. And it's like, that's it's out so of like Christopher Reeve's Spi- like Superman Mulaney. movie. Like... That's how corny that is. Yeah. But he can sell those moments from time to time. Yeah.
2: No, no, no. Overall, he's, he's pretty great. But then you get but.
0: speed bumps like that where you're like, ooh, what? <laughs> what was this? All right, guys. Time for one more segment. It's milking it. In this game, we're each going to choose a card from the big box of Hollywood ideas of prequels, sequels, reboots, and genres. On said card will give you a new way to look at, reuse the ideas, the themes, the characters, the plot lines uh, from Spider-Man 2, reimagine the film in a different light, and put it back out there to make a billion more dollars for the studio system. From your card, we'll each need to create a title and a quick summary of what this new movie is for a total of zero to five points uh, and uh, the conclusion of this podcast. So... Let's get out the old Hollywood relic, the old big box here. And I believe it is Brad's turn to go first. Brad Davis, draw a card, please. Alrighty. righty. Road movie. A road movie. All okay. right. Hitting the road. Hitting the road. Spider-Man. Road coming. <laughs> Brad, save it, man. That's so good. I have it as a disaster film. So let's get to Roland Emmerich in here. You're
1: thinking of Spider-Man 3. <laughs> oh,
0: <laughs> Brad, I'm fire here. Look out. And Franny, draw a card, please.
2: So, romantic comedy.
0: All right. Okay, so a little more Harry met Sally. Yeah. Or I guess <laughs> Peter met MJ.
2: Yeah, they're going to have to have a, an interesting sort of meet-cute. Mm.
0: All right, well, we're going to take a quick break, get our thoughts together, and be right back with three brand new movies for your listening enjoyment, right after this. And we're back, high on film, right in the middle of milking it for Spider-Man 2. Brad Davis, The Road Movie. What do you got for us? All right,
1: so... Bear with me. Uh, so we have Peter and Harry, uh, two friends when they were kids who haven't talked uh, really in a long time, especially since they've gone to college. And Peter is dealing with the death of uh, his uncle, surrogate father. Harry's dealing with the death of his father, so they both kind of decide that they're going to take a road trip over spring break together to kind of be there for each other and to kind of re, you know, kindle the friendship. Um, so they're going to a, a place where, somewhere, where Harry's planning to just party his ass off, but Peter is going to see a lecture of his favorite, like the scientist he idolizes, Dr. Octavius. Um, which also happened, and MJ's gonna, like, be there as well, which Peter's harbored uh, feelings for all these years, but he's never told her. Harry's, you know, trying to convince him to talk to her, blah, blah, blah. Um, so, uh, yeah, so they're on the road, and Harry's just keeps trying, Harry's the spoiled, you know, f- like, f- type frat boy, rich boy, who's mm-hmm. constantly trying to get them in trouble, and Peter keeps trying to pull them out of all these hijink situations and walk on the straight and narrow. So they, you know, little stops along the way, they keep getting into trouble because Harry can't, you know, control himself. Um, so we have that along the way until we get to our our destination. Um, and we see Peter still not talking to MJ. We see Harry still on this very reckless streak, uh, kind of purposefully reckless, trying to trying to mess mess up his life. Uh, and we finally get in, of course, like, in the typical, like, indie road movie, you get, like, that great actor who does one scene, because they only have to work one day, (laughs) and it's Alfred Molina, like, giving Peter this talk after his lecture that, like, changes his whole outlook on life. Sure. And finally, like, gets him to tell MJ how he feels, and, um, Harry's finally, like, you know, had does something that's so out of control that he finally like has consequences for his actions and kind of gets his self back together. And then Peter has a talk with him where they finally re kind of rekindle their friendship officially and are now, you know, now he's with MJ and now Harry's more, uh, wants to be a better person.
2: All right. Nice.
1: And now I kind of cheated a little bit on the name cause I kept, They had nicknames for each other when they were younger. Okay. Did they still refer to each other? Spidey and the Goblin. Mm -hmm. They used to play a game, so the movie's called Spidey and the
0: Goblin. Spidey and the Goblin. Yeah. All right, not too bad. Yeah. I like it. Uh, I got a disaster film if you're ready. Spider-Man 3. It's not... Stop using... You can only use that joke once. You can't keep using it. I'll keep
1: coming back to the well.
0: All right. Well, we're going to have to use it something else next week. Rule of three.
1: I gotta well use it again before the show. Okay,
0: so obviously we can't have Spider-Man in it, or else it'd be a superhero movie. It's a disaster film. It's about you know, kind of regular people dealing with this thing. So we start with uh, Dr. Octavius, a you know pretty renowned scientist who's doing what we know as as uh, smart viewers, but in this world, he's the only one doing it. But he's having that like Swedish particle collider thing going on. Uh, like, essentially to try to create a black hole um, that they did in Sweden, you know, a couple of years back. Well, he's doing one of those experiments with this new machine he has and uh, in Manhattan. And we have Peter Parker, this freelance photographer slash moped riding pizza delivery boy who's taking pictures of the event. And, of course, things go wrong. And this black hole is created and is now out of control and they calculate that now they have eight days before it gets sucks in all of Manhattan and then comes for the rest of the world and just the whole earth collapses in it on itself. So that's our big disaster. Um, so Peter spends, uh, you know, this time traveling around New York, trying to pick up his loved ones, get them out of harm's way, at least until they can figure out what to do. So Aunt May, his tumultuous friend Harry who, you know, doesn't want to leave his house, but he has to convince to leave his house. And then, of course, his love, Mary Jane, before having to go find the doctor, who now is spiraling into depression and, you know, probably suicidal thoughts as he faces the end of the world, and convinces him to help him and stop this machine from destroying the Earth. In The Octavius Experiment. Oh, Oh, yeah, that's a good title. Yeah, we read like, oh, good title. Good title. Thanks.
1: That will be reflected in your score. Oh, thank
0: you very much. I appreciate that. Yeah, the Octavius experiment. Uh, Franny, you had the romantic comedy card.
2: Yes, I may have uh, misunderstood the exercise. Anyway, I took the movie Spider-Man. And essentially adapted it into a romantic comedy. I really like the tension uh, between both Spidey and Doc Ock. Um, So I thought it would start out with a little meet cute in between the two of them, in which Spidey is maybe trying to rescue MJ as he always is and is possibly growing tired of this relationship. And then, you know, he's doing. He's doing sort of his daily duties, rescuing her from, I don't know, she's strapped to a bridge or something. And he meets the oh-so-clever and charming, and a little bit sinister, (laughs) Dr. Octavius. They have a little bit of banter. And the the moment just sort of lingers as he swings off with MJ in his arms and he can't stop thinking about him. You know, and maybe, <laughs> maybe they have a couple more encounters every time he's trying to to rob a bank or, or blow up a building. <laughs> it seems less sinister and more adorable, maybe. I think Spider-Man gets sort of lured into this into this evil world and he realizes his own sort of capability his his full potential his power um i just like the idea of him kind of rejecting mj and realizing that his best possible like suitor would be another either hero or a villain because they both understand discretion. They both know what comes with <laughs> <each> the
0: job. <laughs> they, they understand so discretion.
2: <laughs> By that logic he gets along
0: with you know gas station prostitutes too. <laughs> I <laughs> maybe just, no. maybe no.
2: I think they're perfect for each yeah, other. Yeah yeah I evil. like it. Oh I
0: mean, a lot.
1: I'm all in on it. Yeah the older man <laughs> yeah.
0: Seduced by the power. Yeah. Mentor crush. Oh,
1: yeah. Big
2: time. So basically it would be sort of like a weird kind of reverse ending in which he leaves MJ at the altar and goes running to to dock through the New York City streets. (laughs) And um, for whatever reason, I thought of the movie The Wedding Singer. And so I came up with the title The Web Slinger. But on its own, it, it sounds, you don't really know where it comes from, but just so you know. Based my out of The Webbing yeah. Slinger.
1: Yeah. I like that. I like yeah, it. that's nice.
0: Yeah. Could have called it Get Auto My Mind.
1: <laughs> God.
0: God. No? See, Can't get won. you out of my mind. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: <laughs>
0: no, Web Slinger. I like it. Yep. I like that. The Webbing Slinger. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Is Adam Sandler playing Spider-Man in this oh,
2: I did not think of that, but maybe hapless. <laughs> now he is
0: <laughs> hapless Peter Parker.
2: He does do a good mopey face.
0: Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. he always looks mopey. I mean, that is part of his thing, right? Yeah, yeah.
2: he's really mopey. What was <laughs> really that like, mopey. Sad people. The Funny really people. Oh,
0: yeah. Funny people. It's ironically titled, <laughs> so cool. actually. It's actually about sad people. Yeah. So
1: your instincts are correct.
0: Yeah. You got exactly what it was about. It is about sad people. But they just try to be funny. They're laughing through the pain. (laughs) Well, guys, once you're done scoring, please pass your scorecards to the front of class for final edition. And as we do that, we move into our unfortunate, yet inevitable, pessimistic end of the show as we get into podcast regrets. Anything you regret saying or not saying for the duration of this podcast? I mean, I know for me... It's the fact that uh, we, we touched on it during the film, but uh, we didn't mention it yet on the show, that Octavius would win the Nobel Prize for the robotic arms alone.
2: It's crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It yeah, makes somehow. no sense. He's solved, like, all of the world's problems yeah. with this single invention. But no, let's turn our attention to, to you know, fusion or, cli- I mean, yes. To the sun battery. Normal. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But what are you going to do with it? <laughs> Uh, yeah, that's...
1: That is a little ridiculous.
0: Yeah. Um, I mean, and he debuts them both on the same day, too. So he's like, I have these arms! And he goes <laughs> into such detail, and he's like, oh yeah, and the sun battery. Let's get started! <laughs> They're
2: just here to pick
0: them up. Yeah. yeah. It's pretty hilarious. It's like, yeah, What are you investing? Hilarious. Maybe
2: a hundred million dollars, or like a billion dollars in this?
0: Yeah, right? Yeah. Any or other podcasts? Um
1: podcast regrets. Uh I guess I regret not and it's definitely not my favorite scene, but I do love Spider-Man in the elevator. Like with the uh, house sparks. Yeah, wonderfully awkward I moment. I love that scene. <laughs> I remember seeing that the first time and just thinking like this is such a fun comic book moment. Like yeah. Spider-Man's powers are gone, he needs to take the elevator. And he's just gets guy gets on thinks he's just some, you know, random kook who's, you know, made his own Spider-Man costume. But it just it, it's a really nice
2: fun moment in the movie. Um and it works with his like unfortunate circumstance. Like if you would put that in a Batman movie, it would it would be like, What's what is this? We've taken a, a, a big shift. I, I think little moments like that you're right they they definitely sort of pulled from that scene. We're gonna get
0: Batman in some of those moments in Justice League Ooh. even in the trailer there's like little comic lines between like what are you? Aquaman and what's him your and superpower I'm rich <laughs> I'm rich No I'm Finally super smart <laughs> that's what it is I have I'm the smartest technology. guy on the planet and I'm also I mean rich plays a part I'm a hell of a businessman yeah and a good fighter trained for years all kinds of martial arts
2: And how old is he? Batman? <laughs> Jim Batman Jim Batman <laughs> I'm just like <laughs> trying to somehow do the math of well, how he could learn all of those different fighting styles and still like he's always what like 35
0: yeah well the <laughs>
2: Affleck one I think is a little older
0: yeah he's like
2: in his
1: oh I I feel like the Affleck one's like in his 40s yeah, he's in his
0: forties. Jeremy Irons is Alfred, and he's fifty-five. So what? He's
2: I had a fifteen-year-old butler. With Jeremy Irons. <laughs> <laughs> like Jeremy Irons I, is
0: not fifty-five.
2: I he think is exactly. He's not. brilliant, but they look too close in age. And it's like, how old were you when his parents died? Right. Twenty? Like, were you just a fresh butler? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, was my first
0: butling job. <laughs> yeah. The
2: so.
1: hit Boy. the big time. He <laughs> out of butling school. Hey, he was a prodigy. Coming yeah, out. top top pick coming up, but. <laughs> Buttling yeah. school.
0: <laughs> but, butling school. but buttling school. but buttling school. The top buttling school For in the country. It, do you have any podcast regrets today?
2: <laughs> um, so, just things that uh, we didn't maybe touch upon or. Um, yeah. I mean, it's really is so great. But it is, you're right. Brad's right. It's, it's about those little moments. Um, I kind of wish that we had talked out loud about um, how often they just drop things. Literally. Just toss things away carelessly. This glass, don't need it. These glasses that I use to see Yeah, yeah. drop Dropped on the ground, the ground, ground
1: completely unnecessary. a dramatic moment. <laughs> it's already happened once where your vision goes back to normal. Right. So maybe you should hold on to the fucking glasses in case
0: that happens. And he gets doesn't. no definite diagnosis on that either. <laughs> yes. Like, so at any moment his powers can go away yeah. and you need those glasses again. He's
2: just, no, overly confident. And Lord
0: knows he has money troubles and glasses are not cheap.
2: Right? Yeah. I, uh, so yeah, there's that. There's the dropping things and then there's the... Um, It's a problem I have with with most superhero movies, and it's just consistency with the superpower. Mm. I feel like that can get... Yeah, that gets a little little weird in this movie. Like, you see people, or you see, you know, Doc Ock just punching regular fleshy humans through walls, and then you see Spider-Man kind of do the same thing, and for one it makes sense, and for the other it doesn't. And, you know, later you... See, or when he first loses his, uh, when Spider-Man first loses his ability, he drops from an astonishing height yeah. down onto a roof, and and then he, just a second, just a second, and he gets up now, yeah. dusting off, fine. But in other scenes, he, you know, when they're fighting in the bank, he's getting tossed around, and that's really painful for him. So it's just, I need. Clarity. Yeah, if the webbing's <laughs> gone and he
0: can't easy. climb walls, his spider strength is also gone. Yeah. <laughs> so these falls have to be, like, devastating to the human body. Exactly. Without you these.
2: shattered your spine yeah. just
0: then. But at the same time, it's in his DNA, so you can't really lose that. Yeah, it's... Yeah, it's a little, It's a yeah. little murky here.
1: Yeah, the powers, him losing the powers thing is a yeah. little bit of a red flag.
0: Well, one thing you don't need to regret tonight is... Losing the podcast because you won by an astounding amount. It's 17.25 points.
2: What? Branny?
0: You beat out Brad with 15.85 and certainly me with 15.5 points.
2: Maybe I didn't score these right. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I mean, you had a...
0: I think you you missold your milk. And I thought it was very good.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Your it's impression was twist,
0: fantastic. Oh, and you. you went for the uh, the calculated approach on the summary game, which I think paid off for you. <laughs> I'm I really so do. glad I <laughs> yeah.
2: had a lot of fun though <laughs> yeah,
0: Thank you so much for being on the show today, Franny
2: Honestly, thanks for inviting me, this was great I got to watch movies and talk about freaking Spider-Man for hours Do you know how much I would like to get paid for that?
0: Yeah, right? <laughs> hey, I think I do know how much yeah, I to get
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: I do know how that feels
0: Well, uh, anything you'd like to plug today? Uh, no no. No, no internet no. presence or shows oh, or anything geez, you want no. to know.
2: Definitely know that. Okay.
0: Right. <laughs> <laughs> Easy enough.
2: Stay away from that.
0: <laughs> well, then please come back on the show again sometime, yeah, and we'll plug your next appearance on High on Film, <laughs> and maybe we can go with our traditional route where you actually get free reign of uh, choice, movie Ooh, choice.
2: That so. sounds interesting. Yeah, we won't we owe give you a, that one. We owe you that one.
0: Yeah, we try to give every guest that at least once. All right. So, uh, but thank you so much for your time today. Of we it's... appreciate it. Brad Davis, thank you as always, sir.
1: A pleasure, sir. What you
0: got for us today? Uh, Pittsburgh Pirates. I love you, Pittsburgh Pirates blog. Yeah,
1: that's still there. Still happening. Uh, I love you, Pittsburgh Pirates. You can find it on my Twitter. Uh, Yeah, hopefully. We'll see how the week goes. Uh, Or how the week went. Yeah. (laughs) Whatever. Uh, But uh, at BD, always GP on Twitter. You can find, uh, I post the articles there on usually Sunday nights. And uh, you can also find me at BDOHGP on Instagram. There you go. That's it.
0: Sunday Night Baseball. Boom. There it is. Guys, I'm at Cross Maxwell across your social media platforms. That's Chris with an O instead of an I. Uh, At High on Film is the show wherever you want to find us. Uh, All those same platforms indeed. Last week we had Spider-Man. Next week, Spider-Man 3. And out now, a spoiler-free review of Michael Bay's Transformers: The Last Night, which we are seeing out of obligation, because <laughs> for some stupid rule—it seems stupid now that we made him such an integral part of this show with Trash Star Destroy. It was a but, mistake. Because now we have to go see all, his, all his movies. But hey, I kind of enjoyed Age of Extinction with how stupid it was. So hopefully, I liked The Last Night to some degree in a brainless, fun sense.
1: Maybe you did.
0: Maybe I did. Maybe, maybe we the, didn't. Maybe
1: it's the best movie ever and you love it.
0: Find out now. <laughs> it's out now. highonfilm.com on film.com High on film on iTunes. Leave us a review if you find us there. And we will see you next week for Spider-Man 3. Thanks so much for listening guys. We love you. Goodbye.